Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Hello, dear family. How are you? It's good to be with you. And uh, for those of you who were with us yesterday, uh, with uh, the the wonderful guest, Father James Altman, um, I I know that was um, uh, a real treat, at least for us. It was a real treat. And um, the main reason Father was on is because our election is coming up so soon. And um, so many people, not just people, but Catholic people are not yet persuaded to the issues of life. Um, and it's, um, it's just so, dif- it's so, uh, what do I say? It's um, so difficult. Um, it's so grievous, I should say, that um, uh, something's happening here. Hold on. So grievous that um, we should not yet understand that... Uh, Oh, now, I don't know what just happened. Somebody's playing over us. Hold on. Are we okay? Oh, wow, well, there's another program playing. I'm sorry, beloved. Hold on, please. Hold on. Okay. Can you hear me now? Everything is okay. All right, dear, dear ones, we had a, a... Why should we be having interference? Who would think of such a thing? Who would want interference? Uh, I know who, I know who, and you know who, too. Um, but, uh, you know, we sent out an a- email with the Voter's Guide for Serious Catholics. We printed them ourselves, um, uh, s- several thousands of copies, and we sent them out. Um, I, I hesitate to announce it right now because um, the people who receive them are on our mailing list, and they've called for uh, five copies extra, 100 copies, one for 200 copies extra. And um, we may have a few left, but I think after... Today we may not. So, um, if if you wish the free Catholic voters is a Catholic voters guide. It's the voters guide for serious Catholics. It includes the five non-negotiables for Catholics. And if you wish copies, um, uh, today would be the last day to call in. I've mentioned it once before, I believe, but this would be it. And. Um, there are several callers who said, I'll take everything you have left and give them out, including at the polls where people come to vote. Um, so um, uh, I would say if you wish them, uh, email today uh, at mail, M-A-I-L, mail at motherofisraelshope.org. And if you don't recall that, just go to our website. Uh, mail, M-A-I-L, at motherofisraelshope.org. Send us an email. Uh, rather, the website is simply w, uh, www.motherofisraelshope.org. Um, you can click on newsletters and be on our mailing list to get these things automatically. 
um, or or request them in an email, request to be on the email list if you wish, but uh, send us a separate email um, no later than today or a phone call. Um, and by today, we will send out every last one we have. We've sent out 5,000, so, and we're absorbing the cost. Uh, if anyone contributes to it, we're delighted, but the main thing is to somehow convince every single Catholic alive that they will have turned from God to vote for the Democratic Party, which at one time was okay, but at this time it is now the party of death, the anti-Catholic party, the socialist party. Uh, it's just, uh, if... if our can if the candidate for the Democratic Party, uh, ex Vice President Biden, is elected, uh, it is the end of America. It is the end of America. Um, I, I'm just telling you this. I'm not a prophet. You don't have to be a prophet. I I took math in school, and two and two is four. It is the end of America. If President Trump gets elected, there's going to be a tremendous feedback, fight back, uh, destruction attempted by uh, those who don't uh, appreciate him, but uh, we will have America for at least four more years. Otherwise, we will not. So uh, I don't know what to do, but beg you, beg you to think. Uh, Crisis Magazine had an article from someone who would never, a Catholic who would never vote for Trump, but based on his record for the last four years and based on the absolute and certain destruction of America and all its values, um, if uh, Biden gets in, um, it, it, he said he had to change. He had to change based on Trump's record and based on the the absolute clarity of what is before us if Biden gets in. So um, there we are, beloved. Um, if, if you are not able to get that voter's guide, just go to our homepage. Several people have asked me to mail it to them, email it so they could download just go to motherofisraelshope.org. The letter that I sent out with the voter's guide is on our home page. And all you need to do is scroll down to where it says, click to download the voter's guide. You will have the entire thing. Again, it's free, it's free, it's free, and it's utterly urgent. You can print a thousand copies if you want. Print out one, send it to the... Um, a photocopy place or whatever you do and print a million copies. We don't care. We want to get it out. So, um, so there we are. And I, I pray you will again, uh, by the end of today, um, any copies that we may have left, we may not, but any copies that we may have left are going to three people who called and said, I'll take whatever you have left and give them out. And one's going to stand by the entrance to the polls uh, to give out to uh, people, especially Catholics, who are going in to vote, who may have another mindset. So the only if we ever needed to be Catholic, beloved, um, if God ever needed us to live our faith and absolutely be who we are, it's now. So um, I don't know what else to do, but beg you, um, 
And there we go. I I do beg you, uh, beloved, uh, to be Catholic. And uh, if you say I'm Catholic and I'm voting for Biden, uh, what shall I say? Um, you're wrong. Uh, people say I'm Catholic and I'm I'm for abortion. You can't be. You can, you have to decide. You can make up your own Catholic faith. You can make up your own version of God. You can do whatever you want. You have the freedom to sin. You have the freedom to do wrong. God gave us goodwill not to sin, not to turn from him, not to repeat the sin of Adam and Eve, I'll do it my way. Um, the only freedom that we are given from God is the freedom to do good, the freedom to do right. Um, Should we deny our conscience? We should not. But if your conscience disagrees with the church, you are wrong, and your conscience must be informed. And if you say that you have informed your conscience with church teaching, but you disagree, then you are blind and you are wrong. You know, I sound utterly arrogant, stupid, ridiculous to those who don't believe. I understand that. I understand that. But truth is truth. Uh, God said uh, to his people, Israel, you you think I'm such a one as you, and I am not. I am not. I am the creator, you are the creature, and you have gone astray. Um, And there's no heaven for you unless you turn back and repent. This is not a political matter. This is life and death. This is as Catholic a matter as we could ever have because Catholics make up the greatest majority of the vote. And if uh, President Trump is not reelected, it will be the fault of Catholics. I'm just saying it, beloved. We have been given a grace to be God's people throughout the world. Uh, not to be of the world, to be in the world and not of it. And no matter what arguments people give, the cages, again, uh, if you watch the debate last night, President Trump did not build those things. And um, there's so much involved with that whole situation. Um, Nothing compares with the direct murder of a child in its mother's womb. Nothing compares with that. And from conception on, say the scientists, um, uh, life begins at conception, not at birth, not with a heartbeat. The moment of conception, God puts a soul in that entire life. That life needs to mature uh, just as a newborn baby must mature into an adult and and all its organs and limbs and everything continue to grow but no one says it's not a child and yet at the point where we must declare it's a child there are still people who say no i don't want the child and infanticide is legal well we could make up whatever laws we wish but the wages of sin is death and you will die You will die if God lets you live physically. You will still die spiritually. And if you die in the state of separation from God, that is how you will spend all of eternity. Beloved, there's the music for our break. Again, you are welcome to call in with anything on your heart. Toll free, 1-877-511-5483. And I think because we couldn't take your calls yesterday apart from the uh, election issue, We'll take him now, coming in from the break. 
be right back. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day, and we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustain Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustain life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations, thank you for helping to save the culture. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. Are you ready for full-contact Catholicism? This is Jesse Romero from the Terry and Jesse Show. Each weekday, we're talking about the things that matter to Catholics. Spiritual warfare, Marian devotion, tradition, and staying strong in your faith in this culture of death. I hope you'll join us. Give us a call during the show at 888-526-2151. It's the Terry and Jesse Show. 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Heard around the world on the iCatholic Radio app. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back. Welcome back, dear ones. Um... Hold on just a moment. I have to fix this. I've got a portable camera, and I just need to fix it. That's a little better. Okay, we are now uh, going to take uh, your calls, your emails, your texts um, uh, early today because we weren't able to take them yesterday uh, with Father Altman. Our toll-free number with anything at all on your heart. It doesn't have to be about the election. It's fine if it is because we, we're we coming up against uh, the deadline and uh, there's nothing more crucial in, in our lives than this election for America, for our individual lives. There's nothing more crucial than we return to God and we repent and... Um, and uh, and live the life we were created to live. So our toll-free number is one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three, or email at mother at thestationofthecross dot com. We have an email from Nick who writes, "Hi, Mother. My name is Nick. I'm a twenty three year old Catholic living in the Archdiocese of Miami, Florida. I grew up in a community of faith, but fell away from practice when I was around thirteen years old." out of both rebellion and lack of understanding. Thankfully enough, God has called me back. 
I have two points I'd like to make in this email. The first is dealing with a horrendous repetition of events I've witnessed during Mass lately, and the second is personal. I've been attending Mass again for a little less than a year now. I've never felt as close to the Lord in all my life, and I want to draw myself closer to Him. Blessed be God, Nick. Blessed be God for His grace in your life. Nick continues, which is why it pains me so much to say that just this week alone, I believe four times, unless I'm misremembering, in two different parishes. I've witnessed both priests and lay people drop our Lord during communion. No one has bothered to clean up the area where he has been dropped, and people trample over where he laid. What can I do about it? I, I'm unsure of where to turn to. Okay, before you go on to the second thing, Nick, um, I would go up to the priest, number one. If you can, when you see uh, the host dropped, if no one comes and puts a cloth over that spot, you get a hanky, a Kleenex, ask people around you for one if you don't have one, and put it over, uh, tissue or something, put it over that spot and keep it on the floor. And after um, the Mass, uh, make sure you go to the priest uh, who, who who alone should clean that up, not a uh, so-called Eucharistic minister. The priest should do that with holy water and a purificator. The priest should do that. Put something right over it if, if no one else does. And then um, following Mass, uh, go to the priest for that to be done. If he refuses, he says, oh, it's all right, forget it. Then you do what you can to uh, to clean it up yourself. It's it's just awful. It's awful. And there should be no, uh, well, let me, let me stop there. Um, Nick says, the second more personal thing is this. I suffer from autism. That is a suffering, Nick. Um, and as such, I tend to overanalyze situations. I understand that, dear one. And I feel a constant desire to know the details of situations so that my mind is not overwhelmed by feeling unsafe. There's, that's very reasonable. That's very reasonable, Nick. I've heard of the coming... Ch- and, and you know, there are people without autism who feel the same way. They just don't want to live in fear for... Uh, usually it's fear of the unknown. Which, once we have clear details, uh, we don't fear so much. So um, Nick says, I'm trying hard not to lose um, my peace... Um, well, here he says, I've heard of the coming chastisement from you and from others. I'm trying so hard to not lose my peace, not to be scrupulous, and certainly not to lose my trust in the Lord. Good, Nick. But I've been having so much trouble doing so. A priest today told me I'm coming to confession too often, and I should try to limit myself to once a week unless I'm in mortal sin. Do you have any advice for me, Mother? I want to be as best as I can be for our Savior, our Lord, our best friend, Jesus Christ. But I fear that by trying to be the best I can be for him, I'm losing my peace and replacing it with fear. Thank you. I love you. And God bless you, Nick. Nick, that is a suffering, uh, dear one. It is a suffering. Um, 
you know, think of a think of a a three year old dear one. I don't know if you have children, but think of a three year old who has a very scrupulous little conscience for for that little age and understands uh, what's right and what's wrong to to the degree that it, that that child can. Let's say you are the parent of that child, and that three little ch- three year old is coming to you uh, three times a day, uh, saying, "Sorry, Papa, um, you know i i cleaned the I cleaned the table in my room, but I missed a spot. I'm so sorry. I wasn't careful enough." And, and your heart would ache that that little child is being so scrupulous and is so tied up with perfection that that little baby will never be able to have peace or enjoy life. Um, Because you want that child to have absolute freedom and only be bothered by what uh, are, are sins. And of course, missing a spot to dust is not sin. So try to understand and believe that God looks at you that way. He's not scrupulous. He wants you to have the freedom of the children of God. Um, And so the priest uh, who says to you, you should try to limit yourself to once a week and less in mortal sin, that's not bared advice, dear one, but don't let it um, uh, put you into a worse state. If you have this weakness of being overly scrupulous, Um, and you really need to go to confession for peace of mind until you can begin to get help, maybe, to overcome such scrupulosity, I would not tell you to not go to confession. Um, If you're going too often to the same priest, as far as the priest is concerned, uh, free yourself by going to different priests then. Um, uh, John Paul II, who now St. John Paul, went to confession every single day. Every single day. And people say, yeah, but he was Pope. Well, even especially because he's a Pope, uh, we would think that he would have quite a holy life. So um, there is a book called Scrupulosity and the Saints. And I would, I would see if I can get that. Scrupulosity and the saints. And you'll see what holy, holy men and women of God suffered because of their scrupulosity. And they'll be with you in this walk. And I think it'll bring you a great deal of peace. Nick, you'll have good friends in heaven. So God bless you. I don't want you to worry about it. It's an affliction that you have. There's no sin in being scrupulous. Um, it's just a suffering for you. And if you can read that book and get any help with it at all to to truly be a child in the arms of God, um, uh, just grow toward that. It would be fine. But uh, don't let anyone criticize you for it. Okay, Nick, God bless you. We have an email from Heidi who says, Hi, Mother Miriam. Thank you so much for your ministry. Um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff online about a mystic named Maria Divine Mercy. She speaks about a seal of the living God that we need to have to protect us in the end times. What's your opinion on the validity of her messages and the seal? Um, Should we ignore it or pay attention? Thanks kindly, Heidi. Heidi, I know a little bit about Marie, uh, Maria Divine Mercy. I don't pay attention. 
to the seal of the living God and all of that. I don't poo-poo these things because I don't have the knowledge. But she's not approved by the church as far as I know. And I wouldn't let that disturb you. I would not let that disturb you. I would um, be of the mindset that the end times began with Jesus on the cross. Where we are in the end times, we don't know, except by Our Lady's messages, her approved apparitions, the scriptures themselves, uh, the book of Revelation. It would seem to indicate, and, and the Gospel of Matthew, it would seem to indicate that we are at the beginning of the end, at least, the end of the end times, or the beginning of the end of the end times, however we put it, um, that we are looking toward a, a great chastisement, not the final one, but a great one, um, and that we do need to prepare. And the best way to prepare is not to worry about the seal of the living God because our baptism sealed us in God. Now, if we turn from him, there's no salvation. Even though we have that seal, God will know those who are his in hell because they've received, they've been sealed. Um, uh, They're children of God, but they have by their own will turned from God and they will be separated from him for all of eternity. So having that a seal, so-called, does not protect somebody who will turn from God. And so um, uh, I would not be uh, consumed with that at all. I don't say it's um, a lie, but I would, I would say not to, um, not to put too much on that. The thing we need to focus on today is making sure we're in a good and holy state with God, and we live as such. Hold on one moment. Okay, we're going to go to our next email. And again, we are taking calls. We have a break coming up soon, but we'll start Juan's email. Um, What does the Republican Party stand for? Do they stand for the values of the Catholic faith? I'm a 35-year-old Hispanic. I work at... Um, St. Vincent de Paul Catholic Church, and I just became a citizen of the U.S. Congratulations and welcome, welcome, welcome. And since Trump uh, became president, I've received more racial attacks in four years than in 16 that I have been here in the USA. Now, that's quite an amazing thing because the both the black and the Hispanic community um, Trump on top. Um I don't think that's a result of President Trump. Um, and Juan says, is that what the church stands for? Uh, racial attacks? Juan, um, you uh, are Catholic. You know that question. Of course it's not what the Catholic Church stands for. Um, there's the music for our break, Juan. We'll continue with your email after the break. And again, during the break, beloved, our lines are wide open. You're welcome to call in toll-free, 1-877-511-5483, or email at mother at com. We'll be right back.
The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. Each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern, the Station of the Cross brings you Mother Miriam Live. Mother Miriam is a Catholic nun on a mission to bring Jesus and a message of hope to a world that has lost its way. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, and I am thrilled to welcome you to Mother Miriam Live. As always, you're going to be able to call, text, or email whatever your questions are. Through a partnership between the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News, you will be able to listen and watch Mother Miriam Live on YouTube and Facebook at the Station of the Cross, including past episodes on podcasts. God bless you. Listen on your local Station of the Cross affiliate and our free iCatholic Radio mobile app, or watch the Mother Miriam Live video stream on Facebook and YouTube by searching The Station of the Cross. That's Mother Miriam Live each weekday from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern on The Station of the Cross. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved. Um... We are in the middle. Hold on now, please. Um, I'm looking something up here on the internet. Uh, one moment, please. Hold on. Pardon me. Um, <clears throat> okay, forgive me. I wasn't ready for you. Uh, we're e- reading an email from Juan. And I'll I'll start from the beginning. He says, what does the Republican Party stand for? Do they stand for the values of the Catholic faith? I am a 35-year-old Hispanic. I work at St. Vincent de Paul Catholic Church, and I just became a citizen of the USA. So, blessed be God that you're Catholic. I I assume you're Catholic if you work at St. Vincent de Paul Catholic Church. Um, And since Trump became president and you're a citizen now, blessed be God. Uh, Juan says, I've received more radical attacks in four years than in 16. I have been here in the USA. Um, And Juan, uh, I grieve at that, no question, but I mentioned before the break that Um, Both the Hispanic community and the black community are way ahead in voting for Trump. So what you've received is an unfortunate degradation of our entire country. Um, 
Juan says, is that what the, what the church stands for? I don't know why you ask the question, Juan. If you're Catholic, you know it's not what the church stands for. And uh, Juan says, people in our community have died because of COVID. Fifteen different families in our parish have suffered the loss of a loved one. I won't vote for the Democratic candidate, but how in my heart will I feel voting for someone that talks bad about my family, someone that brings division? Well, to begin with, what's COVID got to do with it? Uh, Trump is not responsible for COVID. He's done magnificent things for COVID. And um, he's given uh, uh, authority to the states rather than from the federal government on COVID, which is the way it should be. It's the way our nation was formed, not with big government, but by letting states decide because every state has different uh, situations, demographics, uh, so many things and so he's been he's been on top on that um the fact that 15 families have suffered the loss of a loved one uh all of that has nothing to do with president trump um uh how will i feel voting for someone who talks bad about my family i don't know how he talks bad about your family juan and i don't know how he brings division if anyone of course trump has brought division of those who don't appreciate him but if anyone has brought division, uh, it is President Biden and Kamala Harris. Uh, the, everything, most things out of their mouth are simply sinful and evil. I don't even understand thinking like that. Um, someone. Uh, so my question for you is, if Catholics cannot be Democrats, uh, you've got to choose. Uh, you say Catholics, uh, God says thou shalt not kill. The Democratic Party is for abortion. The Republican Party is not. And so if you're, if you're Catholic and Democrat, uh, you are a Catholic in grave, grave sin. So two and two is four, Juan. Why can't, can Republicans be Catholic? Because the Republican Party stands for life. Uh, that's why. Um, hold on now. And you asked... What does the Republican Party stand for? Uh, I've got a comparison here um, uh, of the comparison of these main issues, life and abortion. Republican quotes pages 13 and 14 of their platform. Quote, we assert the sanctity of human life and affirm that the unborn child has a fundamental right to life which cannot be infringed. Will appoint, end quote, um, they will appoint judges who support the sanctity of life at all stages. Uh, they oppose the use of public funds to, quote, perform or promote abortion or to fund organizations like Planned Parenthood, end quote. As opposed now to the Democratic platform, who says they are protected to committing and advancing reproductive health. Uh, pardon me, murder is not health. It, uh, it's insane. Murder is not health. Committed to protecting and advancing reproductive health, rights, and justice so that every woman should be able to access high-quality reproductive health care services, including safe and legal abortion. Safe and legal for whom? For the baby? Murder is safe? 
uh, and it's legal. It's legal by corrupt people. It is not legal under God. It is not. It's not safe to murder somebody. How somebody stood before you with a, a gun and said, or a knife to tear you limb from limb, uh, and they say, "Don't worry, what I'm doing is safe, and the law proves it." How are you going to feel about that one? You're going to say, "I don't care what the law says. The law is corrupt." It's not safe. You're telling me to take my life. It's not safe. I have the same right as you to life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. The Constitution gives me that. You say you're, you're following the Constitution by murdering me. You are not. And whether I'm in my mother's womb or outside my mother's womb, uh, I'm a human being. Um, and the Democratic Party says on that platform, we will restore federal funding for Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is evil from beginning to end. They are the number one provider of abortions. And if you've watched the film Unplanned, Abby Johnson, who was a director of Planned Parenthood, and finally one day looked at an ultrasound and saw the baby in the mother's womb fighting for its life and watched the the life of that baby being destroyed and the baby being in utter torture. And she left and she is pro-life and she is Catholic now and she has produced or at least producers have produced a film of her story called Unplanned and while I'm at it Juan uh, and everybody else listening um, we received an enormous donation of the Unplanned DVD and we gave out um, uh, we received 5,000 of them and we sent them free in a mailing just like we've recently sent the voter's guide for serious Catholics in a mailing and if anyone we have extra if anyone wants the DVD of the whole film it's not a documentary it's a movie and it it was uh, the highest rating when that came out it was number one rating um, a box office uh, film Um it has changed countless thousands of lives. And so, um, and not only lives of mothers and individuals, but many of those who work for Planned Parenthood have left and been converted to a pro-life position. So if you wish that film, um, we would just, again, go to www, go to our website, motherofisraelshope.org, and we will Put it in the mail to you. Send us an email. Give us a phone call. Uh, look under contact. We will do it, and we'll send it to you free. And if you want 10 of them to give out, we'll send you that. Just let us know. Time is of the essence. Uh, thousands. Of, Father Altman yesterday said this coming Saturday, that's tomorrow, 10,000 babies in their mother's womb will be murdered murdered don't worry to figure out when it becomes a child beloved it is a child this is a deception of the devil in the old testament um uh, uh, the people were with child uh sarah was with child uh, they weren't with a zygote with a they weren't an embryo with an embryo they were with child uh, never uh, until these awful um, uh, modern demonic days was in a discussion 
of when the person in the mother's womb becomes a child. It's a child. God doesn't create um, uh, stages. He creates people. And the moment of conception, when God puts a soul into that body that is formed by the love of a man and a woman, that person from the moment of conception is a full human being, heartbeat or not, a full human being. And that's the conclusion, not of religious fanatics, but of science. Um, What else can I say, Juan? Um, I want you to be fully Catholic, Juan. I want you to not live on your emotions. I want you to look into the facts and live as a full, convinced, heroic Catholic. And if you have... Uh, If you're attacked by evil from the Catholic Church, what else is new? The smoke of Satan has entered the church, and most Catholics do not begin to live their faith, and they live uh, in the world and of it. I'm sorry to say that, but it's true. Am I talking against Catholics? Uh, No, I'm talking against Catholics who refuse to live their faith. And you cannot live a faith that you do not know. Um, so I'm going to go on to a call we have from Camel from Canada by uh, from Carmela. Hi, Carmela. Hello, Carmela. Hello, Mother. Hi, Hi sweetie. I, I have this. Uh, I feel like I've been attacked by the evil one because a few days after um, uh, this happened, I heard this roaring like a sound that I never heard in my life and it made me tremble. So my kids, my two kids, one is 26 and, and they're going to have a baby soon uh, with his wife obviously uh, in a few months and the other one is 24. They just decided they don't want to see me and my husband no more. They don't want nothing to do with us. They don't want us nothing to do with the baby. They don't want us to see the baby when it's born, nothing. Just for stuff that we didn't do. All sort of, they're accusing of stuff that we really didn't do this thing. Okay, now, hold on, Carmela. You're talking about stuff beyond what they're afraid. Do they know about the roar you heard? They're, are they afraid that there's demonic? No. They don't know no, that? No, they don't know about that. Then no, what's the stuff? That. Then what's the stuff? What are you talking about? It's, Why it's like accusing it when they were younger that they... Uh, that we didn't, um, that we always uh, punished them, that we didn't, uh, I mean, we were trying our best as parents to to uh, to teach them to, to go the right way, you know, to bring them to church, we uh, read the Bible together, we did all that stuff, and then, uh, and they're accusing of all sort of stuff, like that we were too rough on them, we were too, uh, especially my husband, they're mad at him because uh, of the way he brought him up, but how, he was, how, he was like, how did, how did they say you were too rough on them how do oh, they say like, that because we were send them to their room and we would tell them to write let's say they would did they did something that they shouldn't have done and my husband would say okay go to your room and write a hundred times why you shouldn't have done that right like something mm-hmm. like that right and mm-hmm. they think that was too much for a little kid to, that he had to go to his room he said at least i didn't beat you up you know i didn't hurt you you know how but, old would they have been at that point Oh, like uh, maybe eight, ten, when they can no. write. Uh, so it depends on what age. Mm-hmm. Depends on what age they were. My okay. husband would give them uh, like a few words, and then they, I say they got older. Okay, let he me ask say, you this, Carmela. Um, if I were speaking to your children, 
I was speaking to, you have two sons, right? Yes, yes. If I were speaking to them personally and directly, and I said, why will you have nothing to do with your mom and dad? Now, we're coming up against a break, Carmela. Okay. And uh, can you stay on through the break? Sure. And we'll talk. All right. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. But um, okay. now I'm going to ask you to, to um, uh, calm down a little bit. I know you're very upset and you have every right to be. But if I spoke to both your sons and I said, why have you decided to have nothing to do with your parents and not allow them to have anything to do with your or your children. You know your sons well enough. I don't want your opinion now because I understand what you're saying. I want you to tell me what you think they would tell me. Not just that they were too rough on us, but what else would... And I, if I said how, I want you to tell me what you think they would tell me. We'll be right back. Love learning more about the church, but confused or disheartened by the struggles we are facing today? Follow LifeSite News Catholic on Facebook, Twitter, or sign up for LifeSite Catholic emails. And stay up to date on the constant stream of news about the Catholic Church. Our church is at a time of crisis, and we as laity have a responsibility and a duty to educate ourselves and stay true to the faith. LifeSite News Catholic is dedicated to keeping the laity informed and educated. To follow us, go to Facebook or Twitter and search LifeSite News Catholic. As Mother Miriam always says, we must live as if it were true. convictions into action and stand out for life every Saturday morning wherever you may be. We'll be broadcasting live 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern hosted by myself Jim Havens and Father Stephen Imbarato as we stand out live on location. But this is more than a broadcast. It's a call to action. Grab a pro-life sign and publicly take a stand outside of a local abortion center or any high traffic area like an exit ramp, overpass, or street corner. And as you do, listen to the Stand Out for Life broadcast. If you're in the Eastern time zone, stand out from 9 to 10 a.m. and listen live. But if you're in a different time zone, the broadcast is easily available to you via podcast shortly after it airs on the iCatholic Radio app. So you can stand out and listen anytime that is most convenient for you. The main thing is that we all take at least an hour to stand out for life in public witness every Saturday, even if it's just sitting on the front porch holding a pro-life sign. Whatever you can do, we all must take a part in public witness for the end of abortion. God bless you. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. Um, this is our last segment, and we're on the line with Carmela uh, from Canada. Let me just give out our toll-free number one more time, because we've got 10 minutes. Our lines are open, and you are welcome to call in toll-free 1-877-511-5483. Uh, Carmela, dear, uh, before the break, 
Uh, for those of you who didn't, are you there, Carmela? Yes, yes, I'm Okay, here, sweetheart, good. And just before the break, Carmela was explaining that she and her husband raised the children in what seems like a very good, to me, from Carmela's explanation, a very good Catholic home. But as of now... Her sons, one married with children, will have nothing to do with her or allow her and her husband to have anything to do with the children because they claim that um, Carmela and her husband, or especially her husband, I'm not sure, were too hard on them as children. And again, um, not by beating them or anything, but by giving them such penances as, at eight years old, go to your room and write a hundred times why what you did was wrong. Um, so now I asked Carmela before the break um, to let me know that if I was able to speak, um, not what you think, Carmela, but if I were able to speak with your sons directly and I said, your mom let us know that um, that you will not have anything to do with your folks or let them have anything to do with you or your children. Um, why is that? What would they say? Um, I know that the younger one would say, uh, sorry, just a second. Um, I, I know that the younger one would say that uh, that's what he said to my husband, that you really, you didn't let me play hockey. I wanted to play hockey. And my husband said we couldn't afford it, this and that. It's all about all no, that don't. stuff. That, no, no, uh, no, 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 no. Don't go off unlike that, Carmela. No. Please turn your phone off. Um, Carmela... Um, on and on about all that stuff. Those are not the words your sons would say to me. You said the younger one would say you didn't let us play hockey and you're saying it's because we couldn't afford it. What else would they say? Oh, in their eyes, they see things that no, we no, didn't no, do. No, no, like, no, no, like, you're, like, you're talking from your perspective of what oh, they okay. say. See, oh. I'm asking, they would say, okay. Mother Miriam, yeah, yeah, this understand. is why. Go ahead. Yeah, they would say, I'm very angry at my parents. I'm very mad uh, because uh, sometimes they couldn't let go things, but they didn't. They they punished hold, us. For, okay. Uh, that's what they would say, probably. They would say that they I think uh, they're very hold angry. Hold on, you're yeah. going... Yeah. Uh, no, I understand, but you're telling me what you think. Um, mm-hmm. If they say they couldn't let us go to things, I would stop them and say, for example, if they see all of that, uh, what would the older ones say? Don't tell me what you think. Speak to me as if you're your son. Uh, what would he say? Oh, he would say, uh, I don't want nothing to do with the religion. That's what he said, the older one. Um, I don't want nothing to do with religion because uh, the, the way you brought me up. Uh, right, hold on, he, hold on. So neither of them are Catholic now? No, no, they're both they were both Catholic until two months ago, and then uh, the old. I know the young one still believes, but the older one, he he said he said to us that he doesn't want nothing to do with the faith because uh, he calls us hypocrites because uh, of the the that we say things, but then uh, we treat them like that. That's why they're all upset, you know. So what would be yeah. the contrast between what you say and the way you treat them? I can't uh, help you unless I know what you're talking about. I need to yeah. know what's coming from them, not from you. 
Why would you be a hypocrite? Why would what you say contrast what you do? Oh, because sometimes I, 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 I would, because I'm the type that I would um, go to a person and say, uh, Not a if person. I know that they yeah, do wrong, uh-huh. yeah, if they, if I know they do something wrong, but uh, with a view of a Catholic view, I would just speak up. And my son said, "Do you really have to tell that to that person? You know why you have to tell them? You know this stuff. You know, okay, like let's hold. say a, a gay a gay person, I would go, I would say to him, oh, you know, uh, like um, uh, you can have those feelings, but please, but." Uh, if you want to be Catholic, you shouldn't have a, a relationship with a, another man, let's say. You know, I would say that. I wouldn't be quiet. All right, you know, Carmela, I, Carmela, I think you are 10,000% Catholic. And I, it seems that your heart is very good. Um, but much, you, uh, not too much. It's never too much. But uh, yeah, Hold I, on, hold on. Be, uh, be, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Never too much. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I say that I was getting so close to the Lord and it seems like the closer I got and I was praying for my kids to 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 go to heaven and then this happened it's like a God is he wants us to bear this cross that's what I feel to bear this I, cross I think so, so they can too, go to sweetheart. heaven yeah well I, I think so too but Carmela um I, you might be giving them a cross that they can't bear you're very um you might be very overwhelming for them. Uh, you've hardly let me talk, let alone them. You see what I mean? You go from one thing to another to another, very emotional. I know it's your personality, and I know you mean good, but that can push people away, including your own sons. If you go to someone who's gay and say, if you want to be Catholic, you shouldn't be doing that, you are right, but you may not help them. At all, because all they hear is anger and criticism and disapproval, and you're not receiving them with God's love, and you're not helping them to understand why what they're doing is not a question of not being Catholic, but totally against God altogether. So you've got to calm down, and I would say if you ever have a chance of mending relationships with your sons, if they are turning from the faith, Carmela, it is absolutely not your fault and not your husband's fault. I don't believe it. But they have to make their own choice. And I would calm down and say, I understand uh, that you uh, did not like the way we have disciplined you. Um, You think we were too harsh. Um, it may be that case with your own children uh, as well. Um, but I, I would say to your sons, I would not let the way your mom and dad, what you oppose, writing something a hundred times at age eight, which I think is perfectly fine. Uh, I would not let your opinion of our raising you uh, send you to hell. I would not turn from God because of that. I would not let any human being on the face of the earth uh, be the cause of your going to hell, including your parents. And you need to know that if you blame your turning from God on your mom and dad, uh, God will say, depart from me, I never knew you. But you need to be calm. You need to speak to them sincerely and lovingly and calm down, Carmela, because they won't hear you. 
Yeah. No, no I don't. I'm not usually like this. I just got emotional because I just it's to, more than two months. I don't see them. I don't talk to them. And uh, well, and it God hurts. is. Yeah. It hurts you, sweetheart. But God is showing you the result of whatever it is that your sons are turning from God. That's very serious. Uh, if you take it personally and fight back, you will lose them. If you say God has given you a mission to get your sons to heaven, you're going to take a different approach. And if you heard the roar of the devil, uh, he's very pleased with this outcome and is letting you know that all your good intentions he is going to interfere with. So just say, get thee behind me, Satan, and do everything you can to, to speak to your sons and say, um, I will apologize and repent for anything I did to turn you from God or your dad. But do not let us send you to hell. This is your own personal decision, and God will hold you accountable. Carmela, dear one, we will pray for you. God bless you, and we'll speak with you all on Monday.